This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Among those particularly under stress at the moment are small business owners. One of the resources available to people in this position is um, the fact that AutoJet, a division of AutoSA, has initiated a rescue initiative program to guide and advise those currently struggling due to the lockdown. Helene Etskin is the HOG and Steve Izagi, the chairman, show me now to tell me about some of these initiatives. Steve and Helene, thank you so much for joining me. Pleasure. Thank, Hi, you, good morning. thank you for having us. One of the most affected groups during the lockdown are small businesses. What are they experiencing at the moment? Small businesses are battling because many of small businesses don't have the resources to carry themselves from month, to, you know, more, more than a month at a time. They often are living sort of, you know, from hand to mouth and with no backup. They often don't have, um, you know, the ability to get um, a lot of credit. So they have no, no, nothing to fall back on. And, um, you know, it's become, a, it's become a huge problem. You know, for the three weeks that we thought that we would be shut down, we knew that that would be really bad. But for the time period that we have shut down, I mean, the, the businesses are battling, really battling. What have you put in place to help them? So we were approached by a number of businessmen to put together a program to meet with businesses, to help them understand the funding available to them, both government and private. Not only the funding, but a lot of them need to talk to somebody about the business that they're currently in and how to perhaps look at it in a different way and pivot it because many small businesses unfortunately are not tax compliant. They haven't signed up for UIF. So this makes funding, the government funding, almost in- inaccessible to them. But Steve will be able to tell you a little bit more about the panel that we formed because he sat on the panel and since the, since March to date, we have seen 83 businesses and helped them. Steve, tell us a little bit about the panel. I was one of the guys on the panel. There, there were two other guys um, uh, w- with me, um, as well as um, Helene um, and one or two other people. And, I mean, you know, there was a plethora of, of, of problems. Um, but, you know, as, as Helene encapsulated, it was a lot about, you know, I suppose if you, if you, you know, if you're a sole proprietor, you know, you don't have access to resources or, you know, if you're not financially minded, um, and I just liken, you know, these kind of um, things to financially minded people in terms of where to get funding, in terms of some of the rescue schemes um, and things like that. So the main purpose of the the panel was to direct the businesses, you know, to where they can possibly get relief funding. And then, um, so all, all the various at, at different stages. Um, so obviously for the last week or two, we've been concentrating on, um, as you know, the, the government released a 200 billion rand loan scheme. This is done through the, mostly the major banks. And if you have a current account or a transactional account with, 
with um, with your you know with one of those banks, you can apply for funding, and it basically equates to three months worth of your operational expenses. So that's been the impetus, let's say, in the last two weeks. But um, other than that, as I said, it was it was you know trying to focus them on um, applying for a UIF if they could, um, you know, if there was any chance that they could register and so forth. The other things were, you know, trying to just rationalize the expenses and, and bring, you know, bring the expenses down, looking at different ways of, you know, in terms of the employees, whether to, you know, sadly retrench them, if they could keep them on, if they could put them on, on part time, you know, even a, a two day week or something like that. Any other expenses, um, speaking to their landlords, um, trying to cut a deal with their landlords, um, and any possible ideas that we had. Um, in terms of increasing their, their revenue, which was obviously very tough, um, in, in, you know, in these times, basically, you know, there's not much to go around. Although funny enough, we did find one or two businesses that were uh, in a, in a good position. So that was the main objective or, or that has been the main objective of the panel at this stage. Well, Helene mentioned um, that uh, you've seen over 80 businesses. And I wonder, um, each business is obviously different, but are the principles involved the same, that you would advise each business the same in terms of principle? Yes. So, I mean, mostly. We, I mean, the core sets of principles, like I said, was to find relief funding um, wherever they could because, you know, obviously for now it's, it's a case of trying to get them over this period so that, you know, hopefully once the economy opens up, you know, then obviously some revenue will start coming in and, um, and they can start trading again and, um, you know, and take it from there. And, and, and obviously, you know, if, if they were, you know, pretty good businesses or, or decent businesses before, then, you know, then, you know, that was possible. Um, but also, you know, we, we looked at, you know, we looked at, like you said, you know, a lot of what we try to push was online. Um, you know, trying to do things online. Um, I mean, for example, I mean, just to give you an example. So if you have an events company, I mean, what do, what do they do? I mean, you know, mm. there's, there's huge issues with that. There's, you know, firstly, there's nothing happening now. And then secondly, after the lockdown, or, you know, if they work for a lot of corporates, you know, what are, what are they going to be able to do? The corporates are going to be, you know, probably on retrenchment, um, Missions are going, you know, they're going to be also rationalizing their expenses and things like that. So, so events are going to be, you know, put to the back of the queue. So, you know, we try to explore ideas, you know, in, and, and like I said, on, online was definitely uh, a central, a central thing. Um, if, if there was anything possible that they could do. Um, and, and yeah, but as I said, the main thing was just trying to rationalize the expenses, keep the expenses low so that they could get through this period and, and look and where to look for funding to help them get through this period. It's all very well to get the funding, but there are funds that are available, such as the Geshe Fund, but it would be really, really beneficial if people receiving funding from Geshe were to approach Autojet because we would be able to help them make sure that that money got them through the time period, first of all, and they also had the skill sets that we offer through our training and mentorship opportunities to make sure that the business will survive and that it's not just, you know, sticking the finger, your finger in the dike for now. We want the businesses to come out of this surviving and thriving and able to work and, you know, contribute towards their families and incomes with, you know, in, in the, the months coming. Sometimes it felt like 
we were we were being psychologists. I think one one major thing came is that is that making them know that they're not in the sit alone. You know, as I said, they sole a lot of them were sole proprietors. They're out there on their own. A lot of the times, they don't have anyone to brainstorm with. So this gave them a chance to brainstorm, to bounce ideas, and and for us, I suppose we we reassured them that listen, we're all in this together. This you know virus hasn't discriminated against anyone, and and we all have to stick through it, and we all have to help each other. And I think there was a lot of that coming through. I, I can understand that, Steve. It must be absolutely soul destroying to start a business, to have your own business, and to be hit by a coronavirus where everything locks down. Um, are you suggesting to people to change focus completely because perhaps certain businesses won't survive corona? You're absolutely right. I mean, there's some businesses that just won't because of, of different circumstances that won't, you know, whether it's, uh, for, for example, if you just take restaurants, I mean, I, I think restaurants are, are in huge jeopardy now, just simply because if you look at some of the, the regulations that I've read or, you know, that have been coming through in terms of the, you know, you take a restaurant and now they're saying, well, because of the coronavirus, you've got to be two meters apart um, and, and all sorts of regulations. And if you, if you just, as an accountant, if you just try and times it out, well, to say, all right, well, that means, you know, over a certain period, like lunch or supper, I can only have this many people, you know, that they've got, you know, if you've read, you know, uh, certain companies like Spur, like Ocean Basket, it takes quite a bit of money just to get them up and running. So to actually be able to continue trading, um, you know, in, in, in these type of circumstances where, where you've got all these restrictions, is extremely prohibitive, and for the long run, uh, I mean, it's, it's it's definitely a question mark if it, you know what type of restaurants are, for example, in my opinion, are, are going to survive, um, and that comes down to a lot of businesses. So, so you know, on one hand, you're going to find a lot of opportunities out there. They definitely are. I, I have seen some already. Um, I can I can tell you that now, um, but at the same time, um, 100% certain businesses. Sometimes a case of longevity. I mean, we don't know how long, you know, this in terms of our economy and you know, our economy has been destroyed. So we don't actually know how long this is going to go on for and how long if you, if you take a certain business that was a good business before, but now because of the people, you know, rationalizing the expenses and not spending and, and all sorts of variables like that, we don't actually know how long it will take for them to get back up to that position where, you know, they can pay all the expenses and they were, you know, making that bit of money to take home, um, you know, uh, effectively. So, so you, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, a race, uh, in a sense. You know, very stressful, hard times. Your risk initiative program is ongoing. What do people need to do to contact you and what are you referring to? Who, who is eligible for your help? Everybody is eligible for our help. They can contact us um, either directly. I will give you my cell number and email address to the show if you would like that, which could be posted to your site. And also they can go to our website and contact us through the website, the Orchard website. And what programs are you still offering? We have webinars um, every day, well, almost every day. And the webinars are about either you know, help for business or they are 
um, a little bit of help for your mental wellness. So it, if our website has everything. You just click on the you know on the banners, and it will take you through to to the bookings. At the end of the day, what you know, I suppose you could almost say, and Helene, you know, you the you the HOT, so correct me if I'm wrong. But at the end of the day, there's almost two streams right now, and the one stream is, as I said, we we we're a, we have a COVID team. And, uh, and there's just to help during this period and see what we could do right now um, in terms of call it low-hanging fruit to help them with their expenses, get funding, see if there's a way we can boost their income, uh, refer them in, in right kind of directions, um, and that's the one way. And then the second way is our normal way, which has been talked about many times, which Elin's referred to. But the bottom line is is that, um, you know, everyone is – Welcome. You know, some some of our businesses are well-established businesses. Some of our businesses have been with us for years and have grown through the the ranks um, and have become you know pretty pretty mid-sized businesses, small you know small medium enterprises. Um, and a lot of you know in terms of what we offer was as we said a lot of skills training. Um, you know, a lot of emphasis has been on the social media, the the online training. Um, but just a lot of business skills. And what we find, you know, over and over again is that, you know, you, you might have a, a, a guy, he's, he's got a product, he's a good salesman, but literally that's it. You know, he doesn't know anything about finance. He doesn't know anything about human resources, little bit about operations, um, you know, and, and how to actually run a company. He just knows how to sell a product, for example. And he needs to be able to put that together. So we, we hopefully give him the skills through our training and then we also pair him up with a mentor that's, you know, hopefully in his industry, um, you know, or her industry and, you know, they can help them and brainstorm. You know, a lot of it is just brainstorming because you're stuck out there on your own and that's the, that's the worst feeling. You know, you don't have a partner to bounce ideas off and to, to make yourself feel that you're going in the right direction. And I think that's a lot of, you know, those are the one or two of the soft things that, that Orchard offers. Thank you, Helene and Steve. Uh, what you offer is amazing to those out there. And as you said, some of it is, a lot of it is talking. Some of it is not just feeling alone. But thank you so much for joining me. If anybody would like Helene's contact details, you are welcome to contact me and I will I'll pass them on and really keep up the amazing work that Autjet and Autosay do. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us on the show. Pleasure.